Hello and welcome to 2024 and season three of From the Heart, the Heart Kids podcast. The amount of commitment and passion, not only of the staff within Heart Kids, but the doctors, the cardiac teams, the the broader CHD community that is basically Heart Kids. It's just been incredible to have so much passion and warmth and commitment to making a difference and ensuring that those that are impacted by CHD are looked after over their lifespan. Over the last three years, we have been so grateful to bring you our program. From the Heart has acted as an informative platform to share the wealth of knowledge from those within the COHD community. We've had interviews with health and allied healthcare professionals to share information and insights about the lifetime impacts of COHD. We've seen our listener base grow strong over time and we are so grateful to every one of you for sharing this time with us each fortnight. This episode, we'd like to introduce ourselves to our new listeners and take the opportunity to reintroduce ourselves to the COHD community. We'll be chatting with Leslie Jordan, who is the CEO of HeartKids. Leslie will take us through childhood onset heart disease and what this term encompasses and the heart kids and the year ahead. At the end of the episode, we'll be broadcasting your love letters to the CHD community. Be sure to stick around to hear these beautiful dedications submitted by our listeners. Before we begin, we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands on which we record. Today, we are recording on country of the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains. We pay our respects to elders past and present who are part of the world's oldest continuing culture and our first storytellers. We acknowledge the importance of supporting health for all peoples now and in the future. Well, a very warm welcome to you, Leslie. Where are you joining us from this evening? So this evening I'm joining you from Sydney, which is Gadigal land. Beautiful. I'm here down in Ghana, so it's lovely to, to connect virtually. So today, Leslie, we're using this opportunity to introduce ourselves to our new listeners and also have a little refresh for our long-term listeners. So as CEO of Heart Kids, we feel you're the best person to take us through this refresh and reintroduction. And so for any new listener today, could you give us a broad overview of what COHD is? Childhood onset heart disease is a general term that covers all types of heart abnormalities and really heart abnormalities that begin in childhood or their onset is during those childhood years. It includes both congenital heart disease and also heart conditions that are acquired after birth, such as rheumatic heart disease and Kawasaki disease. The other thing that I think listeners need to understand is that COHD has a lifelong impact. And so for us as heart kids, it's really important to support those individuals throughout their whole journey. So, Leslie, we know that congenital heart disease is the most common type of birth defect in our country. Could you tell us a little bit more about what exactly congenital heart disease is, especially too for our new listeners? We've just talked about childhood onset heart disease, which is actually the umbrella term that we use for those that are either born with congenital heart disease or those who acquire a heart disease during their childhood years. Mm-hmm. The term specifically congenital heart disease refers to those that are born with a structural difference or rhythm differences to their heart. And at the moment, we know that in Australia, one in 100 children are born with congenital heart disease. 
In relation to the actual disease, there's not one type of congenital heart disease. There are a range of combinations and changes and structural things within the heart that contribute to someone being diagnosed with a congenital heart disease. So subsequently, a lot of our heart kids have varying and many different types of surgeries and multiple surgeries, and some don't require surgery at all. It's not by any means a a small little community that we're a part of when our little ones are born with it or acquire it. There's there's quite a big population, isn't it? So do we know anything about the causes? What we know is that there are roughly eight babies born a day with CHD and the actual cause of CHD is unknown. So whilst we're doing research to try and identify causes, at the moment the cause is unknown. So, Leslie, given childhood onset heart disease affects so many, and we've just gone through that there's still a big percentage of unknown of why these causes, you know, why it happens while we have these little babies or children. We know a little bit more about RHD and how that onset comes about. So, how do we go about treating it? Do we manage it the same way, or is, do we manage things in different ways depending on the condition? So, absolutely. Everyone is unique and so subsequently their treatment plans are unique because it actually encapsulates so many different types and potential combinations of differences to one person's heart. The treatment and management can also vary differently between individuals. And then you've also got to consider the types of support that person may need, whether there are other comorbidities, depending on their circumstances and also their location. So Basically, no two pathways are the same. Depends on where people are, what their condition involves. So we're all very unique, aren't we, in this little community of ours? That's why we we have these amazing children because all of their, like you said, their their conditions and their pathways are unique. They then turn into being incredibly unique little humans. So if we've got that diagnosis for our child or our loved one, And we can understand there's that medical fraternity and there's that clinical intervention and that's that physical side of that pathway, like you said, whether they be in a city, they be regional or remote. What have you seen that are the hidden challenges for our COHD community? When considering the challenges of COHD, many often think of medical treatment or surgery as the biggest hurdle to overcome. However, as many of the COHD individuals or or our heart kids grow past childhood, other factors come into play such as body image, mental health and their own family planning need to be considered. So there are a whole set of additional issues to be navigated. And one of the other important stages, I suppose, our transition from the childhood space into the adult space and the medical management of that can also be a very big challenge for some. So that transition involves supporting our heart kids, helping them to understand their medical history to date, their present needs and future considerations, and placing that responsibility in their hands as they transition. And I suppose what I also I'm hearing you say, Leslie, is like you said, to start with, it's the biggest hurdle is the surgery. It's the diagnosis, it's processing the surgery, it's understanding that you're placing your child or your loved one in the in the care of medical professionals. There's obviously risks associated. But I suppose what you're saying is heart kids is not just about that. Obviously, there's the, the support within the hospital, but you're also saying it's also addressing those really social, emotional and mental 
side of things that that happen as our beautiful babies grow. So how is Heart Kids helping in that way? Yes, Sammy, look, I think, you know, firstly to, in addition to the medical care, the treatment and management of COHD also extends into the allied health space, including seeking support from occupational therapists and psychologists who are often involved in their care. And for that reason, that's why Heart Kids places a lot of focus on the provision of support and educational resources to address people's needs outside of that first medical treatment or surgery, because as we know, there's so much more to navigate. We've also been really fortunate at Heart Kids to receive some Commonwealth funding for the Action Plan project. And that's actually working towards developing a range of supports and resources for the COHD community for people at every life stage. So, Leslie, Heart Kids exists to support this massive community of people in Australia with COHD. In your experience as a CEO, you obviously you speak with different people on the daily. You'd be speaking to families, you'd be seeing to parents, you know, people that are actually based at the hospital. So, what can they expect? Like, what does Heart Kids actually do. Thanks, Sammy. Look, Heart Kids provides a significant array of supports and services. A lot of listeners would know our support coordination service, where we've got a dedicated team of coordinators across Australia, many with lived experience, who help individuals and families navigate their unique heart journey. This happens whilst they're in hospital and also once they return home. We provide dedicated information and educational resources on our Heart Kids website to assist people to understand what COHD actually is. And this includes fact sheets, video content, dedicated professional support can be accessed through our CHD directory, and of course, these podcasts. Heart Kids also coordinate a range of community and social events throughout the year, and these are aimed to bring the community together to connect, raise awareness, and assist those impacted navigate their journey. And of course, raise vital funds to continue our work. We provide advocacy. We support a range of research projects and are involved in a range of research projects. We've recently worked with over 130 health professionals and experts across Australia to coordinate the National Standards of Care for COHD. And I'm really looking forward to the launch of that in um, Parliament next week by the Minister for Health. And people have also got access to our helpline where they can call, email or connect through our web chat with any queries or questions they may have or to request support. So as you can see, Heart Kids provide a large array of supports for the COHC community to support them along their lifelong journey. Yeah, and like you said, there's a myriad of us out there, isn't there? And we're all we're all different. We're all unique, and that pathways and that journey is 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 different and and presents differently. So it's great to hear that we've got all of those things sort of covered off. Like you said, we've got this wonderful podcast that we're on and we're sharing information. So those who just like to consume their information in their ears as they go for a walk or on their drive to work. But lovely to know that that in-hospital care, that support coordination and that one-to-one emotional, which obviously is really important, but also to that practical side of things. Sometimes it's just having someone to chat to about, hang on a minute, I've just been told that surgery is booked for two days' time. What on earth do I do? I suppose also, too, what you're saying is we're accustomed to hearing that. So, and we've got all these lovely directories and other resources that we can we can point you to. So, Leslie, for those listening, if they're new to our community, you hear the word heart kids, but is 
Heart Kids is for everyone, even though it actually says Heart Kids. Is that correct? That's right. So the name Heart Kids really reflects the period of diagnosis, but the organisation aims to support absolutely everyone that's impacted by COHD. And that not only includes the individual that has the COHD diagnosis, it also includes siblings, grandparents and extended family, and certainly the individual's transition into as an adult. And that is a big transition, isn't it? To, you know, sitting here as a, as a heart mum talking to you, Leslie, well, I've actually got two heart kids and it's about understanding that one day they're not going to be under my wings and me driving them to appointments and they're going to get to a point where they'll have to have that little reminder in the in the calendar to see their cardiologist. So it's great to know that even if I'm not there as a parent, and I don't mean that, but meaning physically if they were to, you know, work interstate or wherever else, heart kids is across Australia. So to know that they've got that ongoing support for the rest of their life, I know is something that makes me feel really comfortable. So, Leslie, you've been with Heart Kids now as the CEO for a little over a year. So how has your journey been with the organisation so far? And as I said before, you must talk to so many different people. So you must have inspiring stories or there might be significant experiences that you've had with our community. Can you share some of those with us? I came in just over 12 months ago as the interim CEO and still here, initially on a four-month contract, but but certainly still here. And that's because it's actually been one of probably one of the most rewarding roles of my career to be able to have the opportunity to lead the organisation over a significant period of transition and growth has been just incredible. I suppose for me, the most significant experience is the amount of commitment and passion, not only of the staff within Heart Kids, but the doctors, the cardiac teams, the the broader CHD community that is basically heart kids. It's just been incredible to have so much passion and warmth and commitment to making a difference and ensuring that those that are impacted by CHD are looked after over their lifespan. In terms of stories, look, That's probably been one of the most incredible things. I've heard so many incredible stories. I've probably cried more as a CEO than I have ever in in any other. I bet, in any other role, I bet. (laughs) And, you know, I I don't think there's one story that sort of, you know, stands out. I I just think there have been an incredible number of, of stories and individuals who are happy to share their experiences in order to support others through that journey and hopefully lighten their load. One of the other significant things for me as CEO was to attend the Two Feet and a Heartbeat Walk. And I did not appreciate until that time the impact that we have on such a broad Mm. community and everyone coming together and just the incredible stories and, you know, extended families that came along to provide support and just the overwhelming gratitude that many of the individuals that have been Touched by heart kids, the the gratitude that they have for the organisation has just been incredible and very heartening for me as CEO. I bet, Leslie. And it is, it's something you have to experience, isn't it? It's something you have to experience that when you see the community and you see the reach 
the reach yes. that it, it might start with this little baby but the reach is 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 so great it could be you know the dad's work colleagues are there it's it's the grandparents it's the neighbors it's whatever and it's also to like i'm sure you experience at all different stages one of the standouts from the two feet and a heartbeat was a, a little boy called Freddie who brought along not only his family and extended family but a whole friendship network of their the parents from their work colleagues to those living in the community and for me that was just an incredibly empowering to know that there are so many people that have witnessed and seen the work of heart kids and are so grateful for that support it's just incredible but we also hear because we know that not everyone has such a, a broad network of support wrapped around them so again that's often where we are well-placed to support those that may not always have that family and community network around them. So that's lovely to hear about your experience with Two Feet and a Heartbeat. So what else is happening in the year ahead? Is there anything else that you're really excited about? Look, February is shaping up to be a really exciting month here at Heart Kids. We've got the National Standards of Care for Childhood Onset Heart Disease being launched by the Minister for Health in Canberra on February 7th. Wow, that's big. Yeah, and then a week later we've got Sweetheart Day on February the 14th, which recognises congenital heart defect Awareness Day, but it's also one of our major campaigns for the year in terms of both raising awareness around congenital heart disease, COHD, and heart kids more broadly. Wonderful. So obviously within our community, it's not Valentine's Day. We've taken over. It's Sweetheart Day, isn't it? Absolutely. It's Sweetheart Day on February 14th. Well, thank you, Leslie. Thank you so much for your time. It's lovely to to touch base and check in with you because obviously you've you've got a very large job, you've got a big job, and it's great for our listeners to hear from you and understand, you know, what actually is Heart Kids? What are we about? What are we trying to achieve? And also to what do those diagnoses look like and not to feel overwhelmed or concerned that yours might sound different to the next person who may be a part of the community that you might know you're introduced to, to understand that we're there, Heart Kids is there, we've got all these lovely resources and you've got a website and helpline and, and all these other ways in which you can connect with us. So thank you so much, Leslie. Thank you for all the hard work that you do as a parent and as a part of the community. I thank you. I thank you for, for driving and steering the ship. Thanks so much, Sammy. Really appreciate time tonight. February 14th is the Congenital Heart Defect Awareness Day. At Heart Kids, we call this Sweetheart Day. This is a day where we raise awareness about the significance of CHD, while also paying tribute to the whole CHD community. We now have the great pleasure of broadcasting your audio love letters to the CHD community that were sent in over the past week. We had such a significant response to this. We're so grateful to get you to share in your love. Stick around and listen to the love letters from heart kids, heart parents, those in the medical community in acknowledgement of CHD awareness. To my beautiful boy, Ahmed, whose heart was so big that it had to be replaced. I love you so much and I just want you to know that I will be by your side today, tomorrow and always. This is a love letter to my heart teen, Tom. You're a superstar, mate. It's exciting to watch you grow and flourish. I can't wait to see you evolve into an adult and take on the world. 
I just wanted to send my love and a massive thanks to all the health professionals in the COHD community that have donated their time to the Health Professional Education Project as part of the working groups. The project literally would not exist without you. Thank you so much. To my daughter, Ayla Joy, oh, how I love you. My tough heart warrior, I am so proud to be your mum. You are strong, intelligent and the most loving sister there is. You will move mountains, my girl. Thank you to my nurse at Westmead Children's Hospital, Caroline. She helped me so much when I was a baby, going through all my heart surgeries, and I still keep in contact with her today. She's a wonderful person. I thank her so, so much. Love you, Caroline. This is a love letter to the support staff at Heart Kids. The warmth, care, guidance, and unwavering support you offer to everyone navigating their CHD journey is incredible. Your knowledge and experience is unbeatable. Thank you for everything you do. We would be lost without you. Georgia, you are a force to be reckoned with, and I'm continually amazed at what you have overcome in your mere years on Earth. I am so proud and so lucky to be your mum. Thank you for choosing me. I love you so much. Brave, strong, sensitive, caring, kind and funny are words to describe our sweetheart daughter. Ten years to bring you into the world as an IVF warrior and now a heart warrior. We're so proud and grateful to have you. You are our world. To our sweet little heart warrior, as they wheeled you into those doors to say goodbye, I kissed your forehead and whispered, stay strong. Your fight and determination doesn't define the first three years of your life, but your courage, bravery and resilience to any obstacle you face is an inspiration to all who has had the pleasure to be loved by you. Thank you for showing me how to be strong when strength was the only option I had. Always and forever, your number one. This is a love letter to our beautiful daughter, Monique. She had open heart surgery at three months old. She's the strongest, bravest girl you will ever meet. Thanks to our care team, she is thriving and she lives each and every day to her absolute fullest. We love you and we are so proud of you and how far you've come. Thanks to our care team, our family and community. Happy Sweetheart Day. Sometimes this podcast talks about some heavy things. If this brings up anything for you or someone you love, it is important to reach out for support. The Heart Kids Helpline provides support and guidance for anyone impacted by CHD. You can call the helpline on 1800 432 785. To access more information about CHD, as well as support from Heart Kids, visit the website at heartkids.org.au. The information on this podcast is not a substitute for medical advice from your doctor or healthcare team. Always talk to your doctor about matters that affect you or your family's health.